0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Holy Spirit Soapbox Podcast. This is your host, Dan. We got a good one for you today. We are going to be talking about guilt. About guilt. This is something that I'm sure all 7.8 billion people on this beautiful planet Earth have encountered. Uh, they may or may not be struggling with this every day. I sometimes struggle with this on a, a day-to-day basis. So, the episode name today is called, Oh! I'm released from jail? No, no, no. Send me back in. I hope you guys enjoy it and let's jump right into it. Now let's imagine a person who went to jail for a very long time after committing a horrendous crime, you know, decades before, 10, 20, 50 years before even. They lost all their freedom as, you know, you typically would if you go to jail, (laughs) where they would constantly think about this crime that they committed while they did their time in their cell. On top of that, the prison had the worst living conditions. It was just absolute torture each and every single day of their lives, mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever. They're finally being released today after years of being in prison. However, when they are about to be released, they say, I didn't do enough time and I'm putting myself back into jail. Right back into the same living conditions, same prison, same cell, same day-to-day anguish that they've been dealing with. That sounds absolutely nuts, right? To put yourself back into jail. Some people would be counting the days until they're free again. I would, even if I was guilty, right? Even if I was guilty. I would be thinking about every day, okay, when is my release date? I might have a calendar, I might be, you know, I, I don't know, I've watched too many movies, but I'd scratch off little tally marks on the wall or something. I don't know. But I would be counting down until I could just get out and maybe be new, right? And just change. Change myself and not do that crime again. Counting the days so I could prove that to the world. So let's go into a deeper spiritual setting with a personal story man. Less than a decade ago, I committed a horrible crime against my family, friends, and most importantly, my fiance. I was so selfish about drinking and drugs and hanging out with other people that I totally lost all my urge to marry my fiance after 10 years, 10 years of being together. I was so lost that I felt the need to call off the wedding two weeks before we were supposed to get married. Why two weeks? I don't know. I realized I wasn't in the right mindset to get married at the time and commit to that relationship at that point in my life, which prompted many questions from others and even caused a ton of inconvenience for those who planned on attending the wedding. On top of that, we lost a good chunk of change from the cancellation at different venues. It was a terrible situation. Mostly because of me, it was because of me, but also for my fiancé, stringing her along, stringing the family along and friends that were so excited for us, just to have it collapse two weeks before. Now, fast forward five plus years, my once fiancé is now my wife, and we're celebrating every single day being a married couple, we have a child... Uh, We're bound by God's grace and love and mercy, and that's a whole beautiful story for another episode, right? But it worked out. However, within those five plus years, following this whole disastrous collapse, if you will, I had guilt. I still have some hints of guilt, And, and it pops up. Just wondering if I should have just ignored all of my selfishness and issues and just not made anybody angry, including my fiance or now wife, and just had the wedding, regardless of my mindset. There were lots of, you know, what ifs and lots of, I wish I hadn't done that. (laughs) It's so human of us, but it's also very spiritual of us. Hear me out. We tend, as humans, to let guilt be our identity and then overwhelm our everyday lives. Sure, we committed heinous crimes in the past, right? We've done those things in the past. But they're exactly that. In the past. Here's the spiritual part. The first beautiful thing about guilt is It is a form of repentance. Write that down. Because I need to write that down and I need to remember it. It is a reaction by our conscience and the Holy Spirit working in us to allow us to see where we were wrong. Guilt gives us the ability to recognize where we fell short. Romans 3.23, we all fall short. Where we can fix it and then move forward in God's mercy in grace. Romans 3.24, the very next verse. Once we start listening to the guilt because it does come, we are recognizing the sin that we have done. And now we can fix it. We can repent from there. Repentance means to understand where you oriented yourself away from God, which is sin, and then move forward from it. That is listening to the Holy Spirit. And when you listen to the Holy Spirit and you hear that guilt is not your end-all, be-all, then it's not your end-all, be-all. It is simply a reaction. Then comes the change. Now, even if my wife, my now-wife never forgave me at that time. And my family and friends never forgave me at that time when I felt at my lowest. God did forgive me. And God still does forgive me. He doesn't want us to dwell on that past self. He wants for us to dwell in Christ today. Christ died for us to show that we're now new creations in him. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5 Verses 17 through 21. Guilt and who we were yesterday is not our identity anymore. Stop putting yourself back in jail when the door is wide open to leave. When I pray about this, as I do often because I am human, And I slip back into that identity of guilt for what I did in the past. The Holy Spirit always whispers in my ear. And it's helped me a lot. And I pray that it helps you as well. Here's what the Holy Spirit says to me. You did your time. You spent time quarreling with yourself in prison. Yes, you lost your identity before. But now you are free from prison. You never have to return to jail for that crime. Forgive yourself because I forgave you. Go and sin no more. You know, God understands and hears you when you pray to him. When you say, God, I'm so sorry for what I did. I I, I can't believe I would do that to that person, these people, myself, to you, or a combination of everybody. He hears that prayer, right? And yes, you should go and reconcile with whomever you hurt. Go and ask for forgiveness. Now, whether or not they they answer that and they do forgive you, God will. God will forgive you for it. But whether or not the people, the humans on earth forgive you for it, that is okay why guilt again is so important is because it helps you recognize where you sinned against these people and from there as you fix and you talk to god about it and you fix your relationship with god then then you will understand that doing this was bad it was detrimental And then you won't want to do it again. You know where it led you the first time. So you won't want to do it again. And if you love God and you love people, you won't want to hurt any of them anymore. So remember that as you continue to understand where your guilt is coming from, pray to God to take away that guilt, to understand, to give you understanding that you are forgiven. And then go and sin no more. Now, I have a few verses and questions I would love to pass over to you to hopefully help with your guilt uh, and and your struggles with not feeling forgiven. These help me often. So I'll start with the verses that you... uh, I highly advise that you meditate on. The first is John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. Now, this is a story about an adulterous woman. And you will see how humans react to the adultery. And then how God or Jesus Christ reacts to the same situation. Okay, so John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. And then there's Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. If you want to write these down and get to them later, perfect. Then there's 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 21. I did mention this one earlier. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. And then finally, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. So John chapter 8 verses 1 through 11, Romans chapter 8 verse 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 17 through 21, 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. Finally, a few questions, and this will really help you in your battle against this guilt that you currently feel. So question number one, naturally, is there something that you currently feel guilty about In your life? And if so, how does feeling guilty even help that situation? What does feeling guilty do in this situation? That's question number one. Is there something that you currently feel guilty about in your life? If so, how does feeling guilty even help that situation? Question two. Knowing you are free from guilt and your past because Christ died for you, how can you avoid repeating that previous sin or crime and avoid returning to that guilt or prison again? How can you prevent yourself from walking back into the prison of guilt? That's question two. And finally, question three How can you help others in a similar situation or that has felt similar guilt or imprisonment from a past sin? How can you help others with your current guilty situation or guilty verdict? How can you turn that into a testimony to help other people? Testimony is so powerful and community Is so powerful. So, getting together for the same issues in life, same guilt that you've dealt with, and then combating it together with God is so, so, so powerful. And I thank you for joining in today. I really, really hope this blessed you. I really hope that you can understand that God has forgiven you for whatever it is that you've done in the past, whether again it was five minutes ago five years ago, 15, 20 years ago. You are forgiven, and Christ died for you too. So I always like to say, if you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ today, I highly suggest you do. Because in the Bible, it says constantly that we have a promise from God that if you give your life to Him, and you accept that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior because He died and conquered death after being resurrected for you, then you have a place in heaven. He says countless times that he, he promises that he will give you a place in paradise and you will be with him for all eternity. I thank you again. I pray for you always. I hope you have a terrific day or night wherever you are in the world and hope to see you next time.